0: Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, Episode 2. My name's Zena Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And this week we're going to be talking about why dark energy beings are here. And I'm going to share with you a local Tasmanian story from back in 2017. So let's get the ball rolling with the child spirit that came to stay and turned out to be something else. I picked up the phone late on a Friday afternoon to hear a very distraught lady who we shall call Jen speaking in a rather panicked voice. She spoke about numerous frightening paranormal experiences that had been happening in her home recently. And she told me of the time she'd finished tidying the kitchen and the dining area and went to get ready for work. And when she returned, all the chairs had been pulled out from the table. Jen said she was absolutely frozen in fear because no one else was in the house at that time. So who pulled out the chairs? Jen said the strange occurrences continued to escalate, like she would be in bed and could feel the whole bed vibrating. She felt something tugging at the blankets, and during the night, she was often woken by something jumping on the bed. She witnessed the curtains mysteriously moving as if a breeze had suddenly blown through the room or someone was moving behind them. There was no windows open and the bedroom door was firmly shut, so drafts were not the cause of the movement. It transpired that Jen was a lover of all things paranormal. Going on tours at haunted locations, reading scary books, watching supernatural movies and paranormal investigation shows. And when she heard a knock on her door late one night, she opened it without thinking. And there in front of Jen was a small female child surrounded by a faint mist. Jen thought to herself, oh, how sweet, a child spirit looking for a home. Oh, it's just a child. What harm can she do? Little did Jen know that this innocent-looking spirit had mischievous intentions. Jen asked the child to come in and stay. She didn't count on her bringing a friend. As I know now, dark and demonic beings very rarely travel alone. So the next day, the games began in the home. Chairs were randomly pulled out, There was constant knocking on the walls and ceiling during the day and night. And Jen experienced disturbed sleep constantly. She also found that there were items going missing, which caused big arguments between Jen and her partner. Jen pleaded with me to come to her house and to sort out this paranormal paradox which was causing her so much grief. So when I arrived at the house, I instantly felt two mischievous energy beings scatter. Dark energy beings know when they're in the wrong, and when energy clearers are brought in, the misbehaving entities will often attempt to conceal themselves for fear of being terminated. So we very quietly and calmly walked around the house, and in a very Firm but friendly voice addressed the beings directly and let them know that they wouldn't be harmed, but they needed to leave Jen's home. Jen was relieved that someone could finally help, and the following day I sat at my work desk to start the energy clearing process with my pendulum. As I tuned into the home, I found the two entities in the lounge room, standing in front of what I could see as a bookshelf or a bookcase. This bookshelf was absolutely loaded paranormal books, supernatural books, metaphysical books, paranormal movies of all different ratings and this is what had drawn these beings into the house this was jen's love of the paranormal you know so they thought they'd come to visit and they thought they'd be openly welcomed because she she put out there that she loved the paranormal so what she attracted were these two energy beings people never think that these beings are actually going to come into their home and they will stay until they are removed by an energy clearer. So what I did was phone Jen there and then, and we had a conversation about her interest in the paranormal. And after the couple of weeks that she'd had of dealing with these paranormal beings in her home, she decided that she no longer was actually interested in the paranormal. She was going to Put away the books. She was either going to give them away, sell them. She just didn't want any paranormal paraphernalia in her home anymore. Now, as I'm having this conversation with Jen, because paranormal beings listen to our phone calls, they read our emails, they just read the energy of what we're doing. These two energy beings shifted. I actually felt a shift in the energy of the home. Now, they hadn't left. But they realized that the energy of the home was going to change and that well, what's the point of staying? If, the, if there's nothing here for us to feed off, because energetic beings, such as the lower vibrational beings, feed off energetic imprints, that is their MO. So Jen promised me within two days, she would have all her paranormal books and so forth out of the house and her partner was absolutely in agreement with just getting rid of it all. He hadn't wanted it in the house in the first place. It made him feel really uncomfortable, and he'd never communicated that to Jen. So now she knew, she was like, right, it all has to go. Every single item has to be removed from the house. So she did it. Within the two days, everything was gone, Jen was really excited. She messaged me after her partner and herself had gone through this cleansing process. And she said that the energy of the lounge room had changed. And she said, Look, I'm not super energetically sensitive, but I can feel it. You know, the cat that you didn't even see when you were here is actually sitting on one of the chairs in the lounge room now, quite happily, just asleep. And she said, The cat hasn't done that. months. So that is another sign. When pet behaviour changes, that is a sign of the change in the energy of the home. Jen and her partner were so happy. So Jen rang me two weeks after this experience and she said that her and her partner had not experienced any more disturbing incidences from unwanted supernatural intruders. I hope you found that an interesting story. Okay, so why are paranormal beings here? Why do dark energies come into our homes? We've just heard from the story some of the reasons why, but there are other reasons why dark energy beings are here amongst us. They're not just in haunted buildings. A lot of people think that. 100% not true. Through my psychic senses, through using spirit boxes, through using my pendulum, I have found paranormal beings in parks, at the beach, uh, at the supermarket, believe it or not, in the supermarket car park, at the movies. They are literally everywhere. They're just simply pure energy, you know, and they just travel around as much as we do. Now, I look at it this way we are one of many dimensions. So we'll just talk about three today. So you've got your higher vibrational dimensions, which is all the angels, angelic beings and so forth. You've got the the reality in which we live. You've also got these lower vibrational realities where these beings reside. So these three dimensions are all overlapped. So these beings can just travel around through our reality and into their reality. So they're here because these realities overlap, but also because they're energy, they feed off energy. It's as simple as that. They're not here to frighten us, but that is one of their tactics. By creating fear, they actually feed off the emotion of fear. All right, this is something that I'm going to be talking a lot about on my podcast over the next millennia because there is so much information to be gained about these beings that I've learned through all my personal experiences. Oh my gosh. So everything you hear me talk about is something that I've learned personally or through a client job. So these beings are here because of these multiple dimensions that overlap and because of the vibrations that we create through every single thought, interaction, reaction that we have in this reality. Everything you do creates a vibration. So say you create a long-term build-up of resentment. You may attract to you a paranormal being that likes to feed off that particular vibration. That is what they vibrate at. So they're attracted to people that create resentment. So that is one of the reasons why they're here they're also drawn to people who are very psychic now a lot of psychic people and a lot of spiritualists think that oh I'm just going to commune with the angels no I'm sorry it doesn't work that way yes you are going to commune with the angels but because you're putting yourself out there energetically you are opening yourself up to attracting both sides of the scales So, quite often, dark energy beings are drawn to people who do spiritual practices. So, whether you are in the healing modalities, whether you're a spiritual teacher, whatever vibration you put out, you're opening that spiritual doorway to connecting with the higher vibrational beings, which we all call spirit guides, angels, archangels, God, source energy, but also. The lower vibrational beings are going to pick up with their um, radar, if you want to call it that, they just know when people are doing spiritual work and they're just going to come looking. Now, if there've been vibrations created, like a buildup of vibrations created, like I mentioned before with the resentment, you may find that a paranormal being stays because that is just their nature. They are energetic feeders. The higher vibrational beings, you're going to feel sort of warm and light and you're going to have fun talking to them. You'll feel inspired. When there's lower vibrational beings around, you're going to feel tired and how can I put it? You just know when your energy changes, brain fog, you can't focus, anything that makes you feel unwell or you can't concentrate that can be a sign of their presence. Now, I'm not saying any of this to make anyone feel paranoid. This is what I have observed over the last, oh my gosh, pretty much my whole lifetime, which is 54 years. But I've been doing this work, as we'll call it, probably from about 35 years plus. So, I have a really good, solid understanding of these beings and how they work. So, they're here there's a few reasons why they're here. We've talked about a couple of them. They're also here to show us our shadow traits. They actually teach us, whether you want to look at it that way or not, they teach us what to not create energetically. Now, quite often that blows people's minds and they just, they just don't get what I'm talking about we create a vibration. Depending on what you create is what you attract back to you. It's the law of attraction. I just put a paranormal twist on it. So these beings actually show us our shadow traits. I mean, I have people in my life that create worthless all the time. And every time they come here, they leave behind pockets of worthless that I have to go along afterwards and clean out. Because I know if I leave it there, it's going to draw beings into my home that vibrate at that frequency of worthless and then they're going to hang around, they're just going to be a nuisance so I get clients quite often will come to me and they're like, I've been to the doctor, I've been to my mental health professional. They can't find anything wrong with me. I just don't feel well in the mind, and I've got all these other things going on, all these other signs and symptoms they agree to do what I call an energy assessment and a clearing. And quite often what they'll find is that there'll be build-ups of particular emotional imprints in their energy fields, in their chakras, and these build-ups pump out a frequency and that frequency can attract the paranormal beings which thus make the person feel unwell on top of all the emotional turmoil that they're going through at the time. So the other reason why I find these paranormal beings are here is that they are observing us and how we are evolving mentally, emotionally, spiritually, energetically. They want that too. So quite often they'll be watching us and looking at how we are changing our lives and they will adopt some of those practices within themselves. I know this is a bit of a mind spin. It's hard to explain what I see, feel, know about these beings. So I'm just, I'm just going to do my best, is that these beings are on their own evolutionary path. Now during these many years of me doing this work, I've been shown a place called the healing space. Now the healing space is in the afterlife waiting room. So when beings make a conscious choice to transition from this earthly realm or any of the other realms, when they choose to transition, they have to cross what I call the threshold. So they're making that conscious choice to evolve to the next level. So these dark energy beings have very rarely done this because they didn't know where they could go. It was simply like, well, we're just stuck here. We're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again until I was given this process to be able to help the dark energy beings and the demonic level beings, which are just simply denser dark energy. Seriously, it's not a word to be feared. It is simply just a word. Both of those levels of being can actually transition into the healing space through free will. So as I do my clearing work, clearing people's energy fields, clearing their homes and their pets, I come across these beings and I give them a choice. Do you wish to transition into the healing space or do you go back out into the environment? Quite often they're like, I am I am tired of this existence. I'm really, really want change. I want change. And when they make that conscious choice they can actually transition through into this place called the healing space. It is absolutely fascinating. I love the work that I do, and it's very individualistic. There's no one else that I know of that talks about dark and demonic beings the way I do. I just find them fascinating. There's no other word for it, no other word for it. Okay, so I think I've probably paranormal you all out now. So we're going to talk about episode three of Perfectly Paranormal, where I'm going to be sharing a real life experience about a four-year-old girl who had a little friend. And we're not talking about the human kind. And we're also going to discuss paranormal beings and how they disguise themselves and why they do it. So thank you for joining me today, and don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories you'd like to share with the world. So you can email me at SpiritualBeing44 at gmail.com. And for more information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, which I will leave the web address in the description box. And I'm looking forward to sharing this spooky space with you again next week. and remember: life is perfectly paranormal.